Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My dear friends, I pray and hope that you are safe and secure in the arms of the Lord wherever you are. And I believe that the Lord is ministering to you and keeping you safe. Today for the meditation, let us turn together to the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew chapter 26 verses 36 to 46. Matthew chapter 26 verses 36 to 46. This is popularly known as the episode at Gethsemane. The temptation of the Lord Jesus at Gethsemane. In these passages, we find Jesus taking the three special inner circle of disciples to go to Gethsemane. And he was troubled and sorrowful exceedingly. After telling the three disciples to stay and watch with him, he goes further, he falls on his face and he pours out his heart before God. And he says, Lord, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. He returns to the disciples and he finds them sleeping wearily. He repeats the prayer and he comes back again. He admonishes the disciples to watch and pray so that they may not enter into temptation. For he knew fully well that they would be tested after his arrest. And after this, after praying, finishing the prayer with God, he comes down to face his betrayal and arrest. This is a very favorite passage of most of us. And from these passages, from these verses, I have three lessons that I learned today. Number one is the reality of sorrow in our life. Number two is the weakness of human strength. And number three is the perfect rest in perfect submission to the will of God. Firstly, let us look at the first lesson for us. Number one thing is the reality of sorrow in our life. The word Gethsemane means oil press. The place where the olives are crushed and the oil is produced. Usually the olives are placed between two large cylindrical stones which rotate in opposite directions. And in the process the olive gets crushed and the oil is released. This is very symbolic. This name is very symbolic in the life of Jesus who was faced with the fact that he is about to bear the sin of the whole world. And the sweet fellowship that he had enjoyed with Father God at until that point of time will stop because God cannot fellowship with evil, he himself being a holy God. Jesus' heart dreaded the broken fellowship with God and he wrestled with the inevitable fact that it was God's will that he bears the sin of the world and he dies as a sacrifice for human beings, for us, for you and for me. Jesus says in this passage, Matthew chapter 26, Verse 37 onwards, and taking with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Verse 38, Matthew 26, verse 38, he says to them, My soul is very sorrowful even to the point of death. Remain here and watch with me. Until that point of time, Jesus was having a brave face in the room where they celebrated Passover, we see him in control, we see him ministering to his dear beloved disciples. But at this point of time, Jesus is vulnerable. The reality of sorrow, the reality of the cross sets into his heart. The word that is used there in verse 38, in Greek, it is perilupos, that means surrounded by sorrow, just as perimeter is the surrounding of an object. Jesus says, I am surrounded by sorrow. From every angle, from every side, sorrow has set in. 
his distress was poured out to the extent that the word of god says in the book of luke he says he even sweated blood his soul was being torn by the anguish of bearing the sin of the world if you turn to isaiah chapter 53 verse 6 the word of god says there we like sheep have gone astray we have turned everyone to his own way and the lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all the lord laid on him the iniquity of us all meaning at this point of time jesus was about to be burdened by the sin of the whole of humanity everyone who has and will exist on this earth the sin of the entire sinful generation of adam is now about to be on jesus his friends had forsaken him each falling asleep in their own weakness his father was also about to be separated from him that dear fellowship unbroken communion that he had with father god was about to be broken my friends beloved remember that he was separated from god jesus was separated from fellowship with god he was forsaken by god for that period of time so that we may never ever be separated from god's presence because through the blood of jesus the word of god says we have access to god we are able to come boldly before him and receive grace and mercy because someone the lord jesus died for us while the reality of sorrow is universal the solution for sorrow is also equally relevant to us it is only to cry and pray before him to cry and pray before a god who bottles every tear of yours and who answers every prayer of yours hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 to 8 says in the days of his flesh jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and he was heard because of his reverential fear of god though he was a son he learned obedience through what he suffered beloved the reality is there sorrow is there in our life but in those moments we are not called to bear that sorrow alone we can run to our father we can call him my father we can run to him and pour out our heart before him and he bottles our tears he hears our prayers and he answers them first thing that we learn from this passage is the reality of sorrow but the second thing that we learn is the weakness of humanity the weakness of human strength Here Jesus left eight disciples at the lower level in the beginning of this passage Matthew chapter 26 verse 36 we see that Jesus left the disciples sit and asked them to sit there while he goes over to Gethsemane and prays and when he went to Gethsemane he left the eight disciples at the lower level he takes the three disciples Peter James and John to enter into the garden at Gethsemane to share the most intimate and vulnerable moments of his life he was a god who was not acting super strong he was not acting completely confident and complacent here was the lord jesus who said i would love love to have three of you along with me three of my dear inner circle disciples are going to be there with him in the garden at gethsemane who are these three people they are his closest associates companions they have seen him in the mountain of transfiguration when he was in glory they have seen him at jairus house only they just those three alone have seen him at jairus house 
raising the dead but now in his weakest moments he calls them apart to give him that fellowship in his weakness meaning they are not only witnesses of his glory but he chose them also to be witnesses of his weakness but was he expecting a kind of spiritual strength from them no he knew fully well that they couldn't strengthen him but he wanted to teach them certain lessons and through them he wanted to teach us that even the son of god needed communion with god and prayer in order to strengthen him in his moments of temptation and weakness the sinless son of god the perfect son of god felt a desperate need for communion with his heavenly father but his sinful weak disciples as we also do sometimes felt no desperation about their weakness and vulnerability just before this passage they were so cocksure and complacent that they will never deny even to the point of death they will not deny jesus that's what they said before this they were so confident self confident but now jesus wants us to contrast their false confidence with the deep reliance on god that jesus had and he gives them the instruction matthew chapter 26 verse 41 he says watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation the spirit is indeed willing but the flesh is weak this is a great lesson for us dear friends watch and pray knowing that only in god we receive our strength for the temptation that we are about to face is too strong for us to deal with naturally he says watch and pray watch means adopt the attitude of a watchman a trumpet blower on a fortified wall looking towards the enemy territory to catch the prowling enemy and raise the alarm so that everyone is warned that is what we mean by watch and pray jesus when jesus says pray he means do not rely on your own flesh but rely on a powerful god be god dependent that is the lesson that the lord tells us the first thing that he tells us is the inevitability of sorrow the reality of sorrow second thing he says is the weakness of human strength and third thing that he wants us to walk away with understanding is the perfect rest that we receive in submission to the will of god very very often we wrestle with the will of god we try to twist god's arm into yielding and making our will to be his will but real prayer and real submission to god means doing exactly what jesus did matthew chapter 26 verse 39 what the lord says is very relevant to us he says and going a little further he fell on his face and prayed saying my father if it be possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as i will but as you will jesus had an intense self giving desire to do his father's will even to the point of becoming sin himself to save the sinners by prayer he dealt with the temptation that was about to be cast on him three times he prayed each time what happens is god conditions him to accept the will of god meekly and joyfully in fact if you look at matthew chapter 26 verse 42 his prayer changes He now says the second time he goes and prays my father if this cannot pass unless i drink it let your will be done it is one more step towards the submission remember in the beginning of this he addresses god as my father there is no way we can escape the temptations that we face unless we have that relationship with god as the father and he says my father 
if it is possible what humility that the lord has if it is possible let the cup be removed from me he leaves the onus of preserving him in temptation or from temptation he leaves that onus with god the father god can preserve you from temptation but he can also preserve you in temptation how he does it is his choice he is god not we and finally he says the most blessed words to utter to be uttered by a disciple yet not as i will but as you will perfect submission perfect delight so let us together learn the lessons from this my dear friends let us face the reality of sorrow in our life let us learn the habit of relying on god and let us also learn the rest that comes the peace that comes because of a perfect submission to the will of god may the lord bless you through this meditation of the scriptures god bless you